John, which part that you fell asleep to is your favorite? Oh my god, what have I done? Eggs Benedict Cumberbatch. Who the fuck is singing? Yeah, again, I don't know why I'm defending any of this. Okay, so I was right. Suck it, Zach. Love I it. will I fucking end you. <laughs> oh no, and this is the crazy thing about balls. Like, the more... The more <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 27 of Middle of the Row, the podcast. This week, we have a double feature of a flashback and a new release. Um, another Ben pick to 2008, The Strangers. The Strangers, right? Yeah, The Strangers. Yeah. The Strangers. And uh, they made a sequel 10 years later called Strangers Pray at Night. Pray with an E. Now, is this supposed to be... What's the time jump, do you think? Yeah, I was going to ask you guys. There's a big leap in technology. Well, I guess not the big cell leap, phones but it's like flip to be more phones updated. to... Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean... Yeah. yeah, but I think like in 2008, didn't a lot of people still kind of have older model cell phones? I don't think the smartphone existed in 2008, did it? Yeah, it did, but I don't think, uh, I don't think I everybody well, had it, one at that time. No, it, the iPhone came out 10 years ago. That's why they had the X, right? Am I making that up? So I definitely know I got an iPhone like 2008, 2009, around then somewhere. But I mean, do you guys? Th- it's I still think it's plausible that cell phones were like, well, not smart. Smartphones weren't everywhere at that point. That was yes, and the fact that any of them would leave if all four of them would leave their phones behind. Oh yeah, uh, we'll get into that. Is definitely a 2008 uh, <laughs> mindset, <laughs> not a 2018 mindset. Um, but, um, it's just three of us today. John is, um, conferencing with his parents as a, not his personal parents, but his students' parents. Uh, so it's just going to be Ben, Lauren, and I, and we're going to get right to it. We're going to discuss Strangers first, the original, and then I don't know if we'll single out Pray at Night or if it'll just kind of bleed together, uh. But, um, yeah, if you have not seen either of those movies, I suggest you do that before listening to this, because it's going to be full spoilers. So, Ben, why did you pick The Strangers as one of your three movies from 2008 to flashback to? Well, uh, the, the original The Strangers is my favorite horror film of all time. Uh, I remember seeing it for the first time in my own, like, in my house and being absolutely terrified of being in my own home. Uh, no other movie has really made me that uneasy or that scared before or since. So I've always had a strong love of The Strangers. And what was funny is when we were discussing our, our podcast movies, planning these out, and then... No, this wasn't when we were discussing the podcast. It was when we did our... For October, we did our favorite horror films of all time... While I was writing that up, I was Googling The Strangers just to see if there are any other interesting things to add to it. And then I saw, oh, they're making a sequel. How about that? Uh, so I, you know, I was very excited to see the second one as well. Um, I think the original Strangers is the best home invasion movie I will ever see. I absolutely love it. Give uh, us the premise. Uh, a couple is staying at a summer home uh kind of in the in a uh not a suburban but kind of like a uh secluded area it's like a lake town yeah lake town. yeah and it's pretty like you know there's no nobody nearby kind of its own its own area and the couple is stalked by three masked assailants uh and there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason as to why they're doing what they're doing uh and it just gets it has this these great moments of tension where you can just see things happening, but the characters don't. Uh, it's just a fantastic movie, in my opinion. And then, should I go into Pray at Night, or should we just stick with uh, The Strangers for now? You could tell us what you thought of Pray at Night, too. I think Pray at Night is a great movie. I don't think it's as terrific, or, or I don't think it's anywhere near as amazing as the original. I still enjoyed it greatly. Uh it was weird because it's not the same genre in a sense. It's horror, but it's much more of a 
a slasher in the vein of like a John Carpenter film. It feels like a very like an homage to seventies. Sure, it sure wanted to sound like a John Carpenter movie. Yeah, and it, it, <laughs> it it's this very like it has this it's a strong homage to uh you know late seventies or late seventies early eighties slasher flicks um which isn't necessarily a bad thing but I I still it was just interesting that they changed it in such a different way I think it part of it had to do with the setting too it's really hard to do. A home, another, another home invasion movie without making it too similar to the first one, uh, especially when it has the same assailants in it. But like I said in my review, I still think it's a worthy successor to the original, but just not as great. Lauren, thoughts on the movies? Um, let's see. The last time before last night that I watched The Strangers was back when it first came out, and I was in the middle of college at that point, so I was like, I was. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah so it was like i was living outside the comfort of my family home in like at ku and i took a lot of film classes at the time which happened to be at night a lot of the cases like in a lot of the times so in addition to just constantly being reminded of how likely i was to have like be sexually assaulted on college campuses it's like to add like the murders like this let's just say i had a lot of paranoid late night walks where it was like I mean, I didn't have a weapon with me, but I felt like I should have just in case. And like watching this now, I don't like I still enjoyed it somewhat, but not as much as I did the first time because a lot of it like a lot of what it had to do with the first time was just that feeling of dread I had being alone and it being built up in like the world around me. Like I it was because of movies like this that I sleep with a bat next to my bed now. But uh <laughs> <laughs> but um and god forbid and like if kyle if kyle woke me up in the middle of the night or something because i have the worst eyesight ever so it's just if anyone's in there they're getting swung at <laughs> but um just like poor dennis ah dennis but um <laughs> i don't know i feel like this time around so much more of it kind of irritated me and obviously a lot of it's like just characters doing like obnoxious things you're like why are you doing that because we know better but then it was just like logistics like these killers are constantly just like it gets worse in the second movie with like how are they always like losing the person but then knowing exactly where they are later and Mm -hmm. yeah it like that got frustrating so I, i still enjoyed the first one but it didn't have the same effect this time around even though I will say that when I did go downstairs last night because Kyle works late so I'm home alone every night um like I let the dogs out last night and I kept like glancing over my shoulder because there's a bunch of rooms behind the couch downstairs and Kyle always has like his computer and stuff still running so noises will be happening in the background it's like oh dear god what was that but uh (laughs) but like and with this one honestly I think now I enjoyed this one more just because this one being the new one yeah the new one more it definitely still had a lot of problems with it like the um, logistics thing I was just talking about that gets really obnoxious this time around but like one of the main reasons that your next is my favorite home invasion movie is because mm-hmm. the main character takes it to the like people attacking them and yes. I appreciated that in this movie Even, like I, like I just appreciate when people fight back and you have hope <laughs> that they will actually survive the scenario yeah, I want I want to that is one of the biggest things I want to talk about so I am definitely the least high on these um out of the three of us. Um, the first one, after I finished it, I was like, I prefer your next. Yeah. For many of the reasons you just mes- mentioned. And I, the, the, I think the act, uh, uh, what's her name? Liv Tyler is very effective. Uh, <laughs> I was so irritated with her voice in that movie. I don't know why. <laughs> the, the logistics, like the, the sense of the geography of the house never made any sense to me. Uh, or the outside whatsoever, and I think the, the same thing for this this uh, trailer park. The second one takes place in. Uh, they that really threw me off. Yeah, um, I'd love to see a map of this trailer park with like play by plays <laughs> of where everyone is and everything. Uh, the 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 filmmaking also just wasn't the best. The second one had some decent flourishes in it, I think. Um, especially once the fighting back starts, that is definitely the highlight of the second movie. I did enjoy that portion of the movie, 
but it took way too long to get there, I think. The second one frustrated me. The second one felt like it fell for more cliche traps Mm -hmm. than the first movie did. And the first movie seemed to be... Was that one of the first home invasion movies? I mean, I mean, I know there isn't a lot, but there there are a lot before that, probably. It was, I'm sure. It was but, the first one I saw, and I think it was yeah. also the um, one of the earlier, like based on true events. Um, and what was the real true event? Yeah, we're gonna Someone say that's a very very yeah. very. And loose. I and I even <laughs> I even mentioned that when we did our our top five horror movies, I mentioned that it stretches that term to the absolute limit. So like the, dire- the, the director by- oh, sorry, Bertino, when he was a kid. Uh, someone knocked on his door, asked if someone was home, who you know, no one who lived there, and they said no. So the person left. Uh, that person was casing houses to rob. If no one answered, he, uh, I think it was a, I think it was a guy. Uh, he broke in and would steal stuff. And then the rest of it's just like, let's throw in some Manson family scary stuff through, you know. Yeah, there's yeah. the other one that a lot of people talked about was uh, in 1981, the Keddie Resort murders. Which, as far as I can tell, the only real pull from that is that a, like, a little kid found them the next morning. Mm. And that was the yeah. main thing. And the rest was just like, oh, people were killed and we don't know what happened. Like, it made me laugh so much that it was like, inspired by true events. And then the next lines were like, no one knows what happened that night. <laughs> like, okay, so what? Yeah, what was it the voiceover? I'm glad they got rid of the voiceover. Oh, I like um, the voiceover. Nah. Um... What do you so mean they got I rid did... of it? You just mean like that first line that it wasn't in the sequel? Yeah, that's okay. what I mean. I was like, did <laughs> I you get like a really different copy one. of the movie than I did? Oh, actually, that's a that's the question. Did you guys watch the unrated or? I watched the the theatrical. Yeah, which was, theatrical was last night. Which was, but I I think I did text Ben was Ben saw what I gave the movie on a letterbox and sent me a text. Mm-hmm. And I, my the thing I said to him when I've shared the sentiment is it's barely a movie like the movie barely qualifies as a feature film and you can feel them really stretching out the movie (laughs) like if you took away credits in those long shots of a car driving past suburban houses this movie's barely an hour i think (laughs) um and it doesn't feel like an hour it feels much longer I, i i don't know i could feel that like reaching for and it feels like it easily could have been more like why was there more, not more flashbacks in the backstory between like just because she said no to his engagement proposal like that was it there's nothing i don't i don't know well you don't it's a horror film you want to get to the slashing <sighs> i googled um a wait i wait i'm looking at a wiki list list of films featuring home invasions uh so it's not necessarily all home invasion movies where it just focuses on that and the first one credited is 1909 so the genre and the idea has been around forever but one of the movies that is on the list is et the extraterrestrial <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> the alien does invade a home see at one point. that is the that is a great description of et it's the government invading the home they're both I mean, invading the oh, home. No, that's true because don't they don't they like put the trail of m&ms for the for et to follow in yeah, so, yeah, they so they invite, yeah but they didn't invite him into the shed in the back. Yeah, <laughs> Get out of my cornfield, E.T. <laughs> well, let's get into horror films like this. Is In the first one, and through the first half, or two-thirds of the second one, just like people dying for no reason whatsoever. Like, what's the point of this movie? You know, like, I, I don't understand the in, in, entertainment factor of just watching people slowly get killed especially when they don't even really have an opportunity to fight back welcome to life <laughs> which characters are you talking about exactly well the the, the first movie that the, the two couples don't put up a fight at all really well they <laughs> like, tried to I mean, they... you saw how well it worked when he tried <laughs> yeah he blew poor dennis away but yeah that was definitely one of the things that frustrated me so much in the first one it's like Everything, as soon as something happens, like as soon as someone knocks on my door at night, I'm grabbing any and everything that could be used as a weapon. Like they had so many candlesticks in that house. Go all clue on these people. <laughs> um, and I appreciated like the, the, the premise of 
someone that's not them coming into the house. But then that was it. Like, that was the only gimmick the first movie had outside them, like, banging on windows and, you know. And then to, like, sustain the movie, they kept having to go outside over and over again. And it was just, like, smack yourself on the forehead, dumb people horror movie stuff. And... I mean, I get that's the genre, but the, when I, the, the, the ones that I enjoy that come out of that genre are always kind of, the movies that at least have something to say about something else or have a really great premise. Like, Cabin in the Woods. Like, yes, people are doing stupid stuff. But that's but the whole point of it, it. yeah. Um, like, The Witch is, like, about relig- religion, fears, mongering. You know, The Babadook is about mental health. Uh, it follows is about like coming of age and, and promiscuity, sex, yeah. and yeah, Ugh. and these movies just don't have any of that, and that really hurts it for me to get connected. But in Pray at Night, when the dude turns around with the golf club and hits that person in the head, that I was, was like, the best moment. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm in, I'm in. That whole scene from when he does that to like the stuff in the pool. Oh, that I that might be my, yeah. one of my favorite scenes in any movie this year. That was just yeah, it was a great moment because it was a very big like swing away Meryl moment. Except yeah, I was really go. afraid. I was. <laughs> I was really afraid that when he took the mask off, it was going to be his sister because that happens all the time in movies. Yeah, but like thank God it was actually one of the killers. I was worried he yeah. was just going to let her get back up, and then it's like, oh yeah, he stabbed her a bunch. Cool. All right. <laughs> awesome. Way to, um, way to solve I, the, this problem. Though, the movie, the movie gave his sister superpowers, and that yeah, scene, how she just <laughs> magically appeared to rescue him. Well, I mean, you have got to let the good guys do it at one point because the killers were appearing everywhere, <laughs> like every five minutes. They were constantly like they were so omnipotent and knew exactly where everyone was going to be at every mm-hmm. moment in the movie. Yeah. And, like when well, she, sh- I think you. Go Sorry. Ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just no, going to go, say, go, like, go. the one example of when there's, like, a kennel or something covered, and there's, like, that little jack-in-the-box, and, like, the that oh, yeah. was going off, and then it went up. Like, these people would be running away, and... And they you just randomly see, were waiting for them in this, yeah, the, you would the random see, house that they were in. <laughs> like, there was a scene where the sackhead guy was closing her into that tunnel thing, and then the next scene, he's, like... Halfway across, I'm assuming it was farther away, but he's next, you know, he's with the kid, the other kid now, or maybe it was when he killed the dad. I don't know, but they were constantly just like it was the dad. teleporting everywhere. Um, yeah, I was like, as soon as like Hendrix gets killed, which I appreciated that, you know, kill off the, the but the problem also was like, she was far and away the only really good actor in the of the four of them. I like Martin Henderson. <sighs> which guy is that? Is that the, the dad, dad or the... Dad. And I, was, I thought the kids did well. I really liked the son yeah, a lot. I was, I was kind of. I thought the I son was, cool was the everybody. worst of the four. Really, I liked I, him. I don't, I don't think anybody was horrible or by any means. But I, Hendrix was bringing a lot of gravitas to the family drama. I thought, and then, then again, again, it's that, it's that psycho horror movie trope of you kill the, the biggest star. But um, well, I was and the thing the thing for me though is like I I didn't think of the killers as omnipotent or anything like that. I just thought they you know happened to know where they were because they were following them. Uh, and I I honestly I don't I don't see it as a big issue like as big an issue as you guys did. Uh, mm-hmm. Because like I I grew up like loving that those kind of slashers where it's like. Jason Voorhees would chase somebody down by briskly walking after them as a, when they're sprinting. Yeah. So it's that kind of stuff, I guess, just doesn't bug me. Yeah, but yeah, like, I mean, in terms of Jason, there's more of like a supernatural element to him as a killer. Whereas mm-hmm. this, they're supposed to be like, it could well, happen to anyone. Not, These are humans the first, just doing bad things. Not in the first yeah, one, I mean, it was just an old woman. You're, yeah, <laughs> well, I, mean, I know, you're, but you're eventually right. he the, has this, he's yeah. like this creature. He's no longer just a person. I mean, any horror franchise has the first movie is usually pretty grounded in not being over the top silly. But J- the, you know, Jason and I mean, I I and the Halloween movies and Freddy they're all notorious for just going off the rails by you know like with crazy. And again, it's part of the fun of those movies. I get it, but um, I think I would have had more fun 
again, I'm saying fun and all. I I think I just a fun horror movie can be. Uh, these are just so grim, and I I just I don't know if there's not a message or an idea that you're exploring. I I have a really hard time just watching that kind of stuff. And that's how I, I feel know. about movies like Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, can you guys see why I like these though? Like that, I just I. I, I mean, I get it. I again, I think it just comes down to what we're able to accept from the genre yeah, itself. Yeah, and I'd say just discussing movies, we've dis- definitely figured out that I'm <laughs> very nitpicky, whereas you are not. This is yeah, true, and I th- I think <laughs> also like if everybody dies in a movie, that's not a deal breaker for me. If if they would have died. Wait, by fighting. everybody? By everybody? Do you mean both the main characters in the first one? <laughs> okay, or in all the, the killers in the second. I'm one? just saying in, in general. In if the, you have, um, a, if you have a movie where everybody dies to the killer, but it was like they had a fighting chance and it was back and forth or something, like I can appreciate that. But if just 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 this fucking with these people and they don't even feel like they stand a chance is just not my cup of tea, and that's why I lightened up when he hit her with the the thing i was like oh the golf club. we're doing something different now about the first movie what what was the ending in the unrated did she die or live i mean it's not clear if she survived after screaming but um uh that means she lived which like i hated that i would have preferred her be dead in the end or at least not do a oh, jump that, scare that ending like messed with me for days after the first time i saw it like that just no, it like broke the ending for me. me i was like oh come on now um <laughs> like okay. why would also why was she down the hallway at the end of that movie oh it's like why yeah, are you laying next to your boyfriend <laughs> yeah um but i i uh one thing i also i the the scare that got me the most it's like i'm not usually a fan of jump scares per se but if the you one say that got... the pantry, I'm going to be upset with you. What? If you're good, I said if you say the pantry, I'm going to be upset with you. No, um, the <laughs> one, the one that actually, like, I almost no, I didn't almost. I actually jumped out of my seat. Was when they're just like whispering inside that one trailer, and then the truck just comes through the wall out of nowhere. Oh, and then I was That's... talking about the first movie. Oh no. The the second one that scared the shit out of me. I mean, uh the f- <laughs> That was another thing. It's like they always knew where they were. It's like what are you doing? Yeah, it also did yeah, that that uh, them being so omniscient also hurts the movie when it like stops and lets their characters talk and it's like why aren't the murderers killing them right now? <laughs> I get they're like fucking with them and playing with them and stuff, but um yeah, that, that. Well, that's how I feel whenever there's a moment like when he made it to the um, the office and he mm-hmm. was walking around and you see the girl behind him and then mm-hmm. like it's the camera swings away and when it swings back she's gone. It's yeah, like, that annoyed me with these movies because it was like just kill them already. Like this is just <laughs> oh, for the it's just for the audience. It has nothing to do what with what's happening to the characters. That's actually the kind of stuff I love. Well, loved. I mean, I like it to an extent. Eventually, it's like they keep doing it. It's like, oh come on now. Like we get it. <laughs> um, the suspense can only be built so much. Now my question is, how did you guys feel about the ending of Pray at Night? Oh, I hated it. Bullshit. Like cut the last five seconds. Okay. I mean, I, yes, you could argue. Like, I either like cut the last five seconds or make it be a nurse and everything's I was okay. Not, I was not. A, well, there was the music playing of that Jack in the yeah, Box. Yeah, I think if you cut the music that would have, and yeah, have the knock, that would have been that's great. fine. Yeah. But, oh, I mean, see, yes. I, did, I don't even remember the music. I, like, I yeah, would have the just little assumed, Jack in the Box sound. Well, you plays. just have to assume it's psychological because I was waiting yes. for a nurse to then come in, but it's like. But then with how many times the sack-faced guy, like, back up at the end, it's like, God, I would not have been surprised had it been him. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like, and that was, that was my, like, I, I'm, I don't absolutely hate it. I'm mixed on it because it it doesn't fit with either of the movies in general. Um, But I feel like that's the strongest kind of, it was like a slave to what it was inspired by, like, Yes. And that was the only yeah. part where I'm like, you didn't really have to do that. You could have you could have just left it a little bit. I mean, like neater. which one which one would it have been 
because like two of them had their heads practically caved in or did in fact have their heads caved in because you it definitely looks like it when she swings the bat at him and then the other one had her like chest just blown in so oh no that was her head she took it to the face she took a shotgun blast directly to her head well yeah one was to the chest one was to the head i guess oh yeah and that one was so that was also a good one although i will say i hate the the brunette got stabbed like 30 times no way you survive that Nobody should be getting up from any of these yeah. if they're just humans fucking with people. Yeah, which, which is, why is the I, premise sorry. of the movie. Exactly. Like, that's yeah. where the horror comes from, is that they're just regular people doing shit. And so the camp was kind of frustrating. Yeah. You are going to say something, Lauren. Did you get uh, to say it? Oh, I was going to say another thing that bothered me was just they started adding random things to this one. So, like, um, in the when she was getting shot, when she asked her, why are you doing this? And she said, why not? It's like, no, you should have stuck with the thing you said in the first movie. Like, just because you were home. That's what you need to stick with that. And also, where'd these smiley faces come from? Like, stop adding random things to this movie. Just oh, stick I, with... I like that. But they're it's just... so weird that they're picking up stuff. Because, like, it, if you're supposed to assume these guys are, like, serial killers and they're going throughout the country doing this, it's like, Usually they stick to a pattern, so it's, it was weird that suddenly yeah, the but, smiley face was everywhere. But if you movie. remember, the, fir- the first movie was probably um, the blonde girl's first time. So- Which was another thing. Like, in that movie, they were like, it'll get easier next time. It's like, really? It seemed pretty easy this time for you guys. Well, I think it was the actual killing of people was not easy, and then... Did you guys see that, like, originally the killing scene in The First Strangers was supposed to be a little bit longer, where there was, like, a dialogue between the killers and the victims? And, like, I prefer that there wasn't a dialogue, but at the same time, it felt really weird when they took their masks off, because it then just forced the camera into awkward angles to not shoot their faces. So it's like, I guess that was done in editing since we probably would have seen more of them had we seen like a conversation go back and forth. I was fine with it. I like I, I mean, like I said, I I absolutely love the first one and I still enjoyed the second one greatly. Zach, when uh, when he killed his friend, did you see that coming? Yes. Yeah, it's pretty. I was just curious because. Yeah, I'm trying to think of if I thought that was coming in the when I first saw it. I think it's been so long. Yeah, I didn't when I first saw it, but it was pretty. I will say it was kind of telegraphed. Um, yeah, yeah. I think both these movies have some interesting ideas, but neither of them have enough to kind of fill the movie. Like, like obviously, you decide to remake this movie ten years later. You've got to have. You think this guy's got a good pitch where he's like, yeah, we're going to do this and this and this. And it felt so, like I said, it felt so generic and just going down the same path. But like that total eclipse of your heart scene was like, oh, here's the inspiration. Uh, I mean, I know we keep going back to that, but like. Because uh, it's so good. When they flipped the the script on these guys. And I thought the, all the, the, the stuff with the sister was good, too, as she was taking out the other guys you know i had fun with the sack face dude coming back i i think i was kind of frustrated when he was still alive after the car blew up yeah but when they played <laughs> it out like when he was like just slowly passing out from pain yeah like i was like oh okay and and then you yeah, watch that, it as yeah, you think back the car's moving slower it's not like tearing around like mm-hmm. the car was barely functioning as a weapon you know as well yeah like i was okay with him coming back from the car explosion because like you said how they handled it then when he was going mm-hmm. after it with the axe because like yeah. oh that's definitely not what i expected to happen here but then when he came back when she was with that like other couple it's like oh really or not couple mom and the kid yeah that i kind of um i i was okay with that i was okay with that okay with it as long as it was not him at the end of the movie (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i agree um the fact that they tried to get you like a third time was like you said it could it it could be psychological she could just be here i mean who knows it it i agree the text of that idea is there because she's like freaking out while she's like sleeping but I don't think it was... It's too ambiguous. I don't want to spoil Annihilation. But um, I think that movie does a better job at making things more explicit and grounded 
with its little final shot than this movie does. Like, this felt cheap and added on. More like Cloverfield Station's little... Oh, the last shot. God, that was fucking That still doesn't make any sense. Like, we were watching that version of the... We knew there was monsters. Oh my god, it's stupid. Um, <laughs> so, so you're, what you're saying is you like both of these movies more than Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah, but that's yes. not hard. <laughs> so, so does the ending of the new? I guess I'm saying you guys probably haven't seen the other movie called Life, but the the Life movie last year that came out with Jake Gyllenhaal. I, I wrote a review Rebecca for Ferguson. it. Yeah, we've seen that. No, no, no. There's a there was another movie called Life that I watched recently in the last uh, couple of years. Wait, Not, what? But you didn't see that one, I'm sure. Is it another horror movie? Or no, it's a it's a movie about James Dean and a photographer. That um, oh no, I did not see that one. Yeah, was that fresh? Do you find that ending frustrating? I feel like I thought that was cheap as well. We don't have to get into the details. Oh yeah, I was angry with that one. <laughs> oh, I I liked it. I mean, I mean, I saw it coming, but I really hope they weren't going to do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they. I. Th- it's funny. I don't think they earned it. Uh, yeah, but I think I, I think uh, it's one of those like it would have been better if it hadn't been telegraphed. That's. I don't think they telegraphed it. Oh, if you're able, I, mean, to... I think it would have been better had they not done it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's talk about this idea a little bit. What movies have had the good final? I don't know. Is there a turn of phrase for that? There should be. The, just the, like the last shot surprise kind of thing. You guys are going to hate me for saying this, but aside from the first Halloween, which does have a great one, Freddy versus Jason, I, I kind of like I don't that remember one. it. Yeah. I just had, I just had a thought uh, of one that, oh shit, where'd it go? It's leaving my brain. Oh, I love the It Follows ending, the ambiguity. The yep. ambiguity to that one. That was where great. There's, I didn't where, find the ending ambiguous. Uh, oh, the Babadook kind of even has one, doesn't no, it? No, I ag- I agree with you, Lauren. I don't. So that's your bet. That's the only two you can think of off the top of your head. Uh, for for that being such well, a trope, the ba- I there said be the Babadook. More? The Babadook has. Um, I was angry at the Babadook by that. I don't point. remember I don't that one. Like that. It. Both of these two movies we just talked about, everyone loves except me. Okay, what what exactly, what endings are we trying to talk about? Because <laughs> these are kind of all over the place. Everything looks like it's all tied up with a little bow, and then there's just a little something that's like, oh, monster or bad guy's still around kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, the, my, still the best example is Michael Myers in the ending of the first Halloween. I think, I think the idea I find... The thing I find interesting about this topic is it's such a standard trope in horror films to have this, yet I don't think there's any really very great ones. I don't... Oh! Which I... The Thing. That... that The Thing. Yeah, Thing's a great last shot with... Yeah, I agree. Uh. There's obviously some good ones, but the fact that Ben, who's such a... And Lauren's a big horror film fan as well, that you guys can't rattle off like... Oh, yeah, but I have, like... a, I have a garbage memory. So. <laughs> yeah, and I'm 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 not great at just pulling that stuff out of my hat. So, okay. Um, I would say a favorite ending of mine in this vein is the descent. In that vein, uh, the director uh, Robert Johannes Roberts, I believe that's his name. The guy who did Strangers, Pray at Night. His last movie did kind of a similar thing with uh, Forty Seven Meters Down. They they recast all three of the strangers. They couldn't get those guys back. I mean, well, that was, that's another thing. To? It's like how long was after that was this supposed to be? Like a year or a decade? Oh oh, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. Didn't the ring kind of have a garbage ending like that, or was it more of just a the quiet grudge? The ending? grudge did. Mm. Ben, they're making forty eight meters down. I know. I'm really oh, yeah, excited. we talked about that a while back, I think. It's like, wait, <laughs> what? Yeah, you guys and your weird shark fetishes. Getting a, um, a. Shark now that's a thing, movie, it's, it's like, how are they going to expand on that premise? <laughs> Is it really just another cage at the bottom of the ocean? Sure. I, I mean, I'd still well, watch that's it. What I, that's what I find <laughs> interesting. Is down, like, I, I, I alluded to this a little earlier. Is like, I wish they would have found a well, way yeah, that's, to I'm trying to bring it back now. <laughs> Up, up the game of this sequel. Like, it, it. Well, 
it it's almost it's almost two it's at least two thirds in the movie till they change up the formula. Um, why I was not just happy from the I was happy go? that we got out of a house just because like mm-hmm. they showed up at this trailer. It's like okay, they can't like just be in this trailer the whole time. But then it got <laughs> into the whole logistics thing, so I was happy, but at the same time really frustrated. Why would you ever go into another trailer? Uh, because the door is open, duh. <laughs> Oh my god, though, the one compliment I will definitely give this movie is the dog lived. <laughs> yep. Snaps to that. What Snaps was it? Br- to that. Bruce Campbell, um, shit. I'm... Evil Dead. Evil Dead. We've moved on from that conversation. We're then. trying to bring it back to the movies we're supposed to be talking about. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Got lost in this. Okay. We so, talked about the like the soundtrack a little bit. Did you guys like? Yeah, I was. I, I enjoyed. Always, I don't know why. The soundtrack. But like. Going back to music like that for some reason, I just makes me happier when watching a movie. Like I know I talked mm. about it with Atomic Blonde. It's like there's just something about a soundtrack like this where it's like, this is awesome. Well, I loved, <coughs> I loved how it. Plus, had, like, a lot the... of them, if you listen to the lyrics, they're really creepy. Yeah. Well, I love how it had the, these like the retro tunes, but then it also had like the horror synth in the mm. middle of some of them. I loved that. It did, it did seem weird that the, they went all in on the, the music <coughs> with this movie when the second the first one was basically musicless outside of or I guess there, well, there was a score in the first movie but yeah it was it was, was just a, it was a, a wild departure um but I did I think the creepiest scene of the movie was when the guy just sat in the car next to the dad <laughs> and just listened to the music that yeah. that was pretty effective I really like from the creepiness too, side yeah. Uh, but I don't know where they're trying to give these guys some character. I, I guess I do also appreciate they didn't try to ever make us root for them. Like, and I, I, I know was sometimes worried, you can yeah. be like, rooting for them. Why would you the, make us root for and, the killers? And I was worried. But, I mean, that, that, that happens were, in some yeah, horror films. You yeah, know, a lot like, of people. You're, you're root rooting for, for the next crazy thing to happen. Yeah, Jason, go kill those guys. Have I don't think I ever Get root them. for the slasher but, in a uh, slasher film. I mean, Roots, maybe Roots, I mean, Roots not an overstep on the word. I think Ben's right. Like, a lot of the, a lot of those franchises devolved into your, your, your rooting for the next kill, but. Death by this, sleeping bag. Um, but this, this, this would have felt wrong to do that with the premise. Of well, these again, movies. like what I said earlier, I like your next because you are rooting for the people. And yes. you have hope for them. So yeah, I don't generally cheer for the killer. What I was worried about too uh, was that they were going to try to like humanize or give reason to um, mm-hmm. the strangers themselves. No. Yeah. The whole point I, is there is no reason. Exactly. And I was really worried that they, I mean, because they've even done that with Michael Myers. Like Rob Zombie's like, oh, he's a troubled kid with a past. It's like, no, he's evil. He's just evil. Leave it as evil, you know? And so I'm, I'm glad that they left strangers just as oh we just like movies, we just like killing people have some it's fans fun. i heard yeah but he's just a gore hound it's like ugh, yeah I, I yeah i think his first I halloween remake gore. was not even decent i think it was watchable and the second one is one of the only two movies i've ever left in theaters i left it like 10 minutes in okay yeah i don't think yeah i haven't seen any of his movies the other oh. being one of Zach's favorites, which was uh, where the wild things are. <laughs> Great movie. movie. I know, but it was so depressing. I'm just like, I, I wanted feel good. I don't want to cry. Why does this <laughs> monster? Some fun times. Why does this monster make me feel bad about myself? Wait, what? Dumb. How did I was looking at Rob Zombie movies? How did we get to this? Because <laughs> Halloween. He oh, re- he he did the he, Halloween. He thing. left two movies. Halloween 2 and Where the Wild Things Are. There's some uh, mania to go with the depression. Um, I still haven't seen that one. Are. I need to. Guys, come on. Spike Jones. You see him. You go to Spike Jones movies. Killing me. Um, <laughs> this is you we're talking about. <laughs> Spike Jones. Quick side note. Being John Malkovich. Adaptation. Where the Wild Things Are. Her. Four A-plus movies. I think I've seen zero out. of the ones you just mentioned. Oh, Jesus. They're all on voodoo. I think I'm Watch the same them. too. <laughs> all on voodoo. except for 45 minutes of where the wild things are. We should have a Spike Jones. Um, <laughs> Wait, make no. You watch all I have Spike seen Jones adaptation. Movies. Okay. I recognize um, the plant. <laughs> um, strangers. Any other thoughts? 
Um, considering how far we've branched away from it, I'd say probably not. <laughs> so, Lauren, are you recommending either of these movies? Uh, like, yeah, I recommend them for a first-time watch. I'm more mm-hmm. likely to rewatch the sequel just for like the latter portion of it. But okay. like, yeah, so like, you're saying once, they're good but... for a watch. All right, cool. Yeah, but ben it's still, is... it's like three out of five stars. Ben, are you still Strangers as your number one movie? Yes, no question. Hor- um, horror film, I should say. Yeah, my favorite. So, where does Strangers film. rank? And like, where would you rank that in? Like, does it make your top twenty? You're such a fan of the genre. Where where does it fit in your favorite movies ever? <sighs> Shit. Yeah, I mean, I would say maybe in my top ten, fifteen, okay. maybe higher. I don't know. Like, it's. Uh, that's a big question to put on me when I have. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah, I just just off the top of your head, I mean, where yeah, it's ballparking it. It is a lot closer to the it. It is super close to the top. Like out of all the movies I've seen, um, like without a doubt, in my top twenty, very likely in my top fifteen. Okay. Wouldn't be surprised if it was in my top ten. Okay. So okay, so it gets to see it from me, but watch your next first if you haven't seen it <laughs> maybe don't watch your next first because i think that that's hurt. true watch these first <laughs> then watch your next <laughs> um and but i definitely I, watch your next i loved your next as well so i do like it because like when i watch movies like this i'll go to movies like that and be like oh this would have been made fun of in that movie or this was made fun of in that movie <laughs> does your next have a one of those endings it, the ending well, i don't want to no. spoil it <laughs> okay we won't spoil that one um okay and i am a i i'm pass on both sorry ben uh, um but, but again opinions. it's it's a it's a genre thing i was it's, actually it's, surprised how low the ranking was for it i think yeah. the metacritic score was in the 40s maybe for the first hmm. strangers so the thing though is like if you look up those reviews like they, they <laughs> like ben has <laughs> oh yeah no because i was just curious because i saw it was mixed the last time i looked at them like why is... and then the negative ones are just like it's pure sadism oh so they were just they're unhappy with how yeah just they're they're in my camp they're just like why am i watching this um well i think I totally can see that. I mean, that's well, a, that's a you can't you you're telling me that's not a good point. No, because like, that's like putting it in like the way the way that like it read was like it's torture porn. It's like no, it's it's just like it's creepy as hell. Like, um, I can see someone not liking it because it's just like all they're doing is just you know freaking these people out, but nothing is happening yet. I could see that as a valid complaint, but saying it's just like like uh there was one i saw that was just like it's incredibly disgustingly violent it's like there's like the ending is violent i guess of the first one but no i i agree the movie the movie there there isn't acts of violence really in the film but i i think where they're coming from is where i'm coming from and just like it's it's just uh, just awfulness thrown at these people for no reason on a day that was already awful for them <laughs> like what you know it was like, yeah, the, like he it was thought lo- it was his wor- least for like the worst day of his life yeah and then, the killers, and then the killers cock blocked him <laughs> yeah i mean um it, it's just misery yeah like looking at this meta score like you do see that there's definitely like a lot of positive only a few negative or mixed, and then a lot of negative. So it's like if you're if this is not your genre, then you're not going to enjoy yourself probably. And yeah, and I would definitely say the same like, thing. I don't That's recommend why... it to people who don't yeah. like horror. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. expecting, and it's not like not even horror wise because I know Zach, you like some, you like a lot of horror. Um, yeah, I mean, I but mean, I think it's, every like, it's a year... very niche kind of thing. If it is your niche, it's great. I mean, every year I usually end up with a crossover horror film into one of my favorite movies of the year i mean i mean i wouldn't say i wouldn't say mother is scary but that that's a psychological i, I don't think i, I don't know the... if i would qualify that um but then why was it probably... on your top five horror movies ever just to well that was me? probably just to fuck with you but, <laughs> power um, of course it was um, it's power Rangers. <laughs> i mean mother mother's Mother, yes. I mean, Mother fits into the genre for sure. Okay, It Comes at Night was, I would say, is my crossover movie from last year. 
Um, and I always have what you know, it's like the, um, and the thing is like, I could see that movie being scary. I just, to me, it wasn't, you know? Yeah. I, I, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying this no, no, isn't going to cross yeah. over for me. The movie that's going to cross Like I can already tell you the best candidate for a horror film to cross over for me this year is hereditary. Like what about like, annihilation? Uh, yeah. But I think that's more sci- there there's a lot of sci-fi going on there as well. I know I argued it's a horror film first, but um I would say what I'm saying is a movie that is a horror film first. Um <laughs> Oh, but then I, crossing over into another you know, shot. Okay. Yeah. Not well, not just sci-fi like, no, like crossing onto my list, like a movie yeah. that you would firmly call a horror film making it a, into one of my favorite movies. Um I mean, Annihilation is certainly in that ballpark, but like, there's there's part there's part of Annihilation that is not in that. You know, there's clearly a lot bigger idea, like the ideas and sci-fi or fantasy going on there or whatever. Where where a movie like Hereditary looks like it's going to be straight up horror film, that is something that could would jump you, into. Would my you put Get Out favorite. in that camp too? Because it's like Get a horror, Out? but it has a very strong like political statement also actually has some I, I don't humor? think it outs I don't think it outs a horror film it's not its first thing I would characterize I would call it a thriller before I call it a horror film okay that's fair like I I think both the strangers movies are horror slasher films yeah that that is what they're are, are the those are the the qualifiers I would throw at it for a genre Alrighty. um but yeah so strangers I liked. We had a nice, broad conversation of opinions here for that one. I will also say with The Strangers, the one thing that I was always bummed out about was that they gave away one of the best moments in the trailer, which is when Liv Tyler is standing there and you see the guy come in the background in the hallway, just standing there with the sack, you know, the sack guy. Yeah, that's my favorite scene in the movie. Like, I remember the first time. It was in the the first time I watched. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just saying, like, the first time I saw that trailer, I'm pretty sure it was, like, freshman year of college. (laughs) <laughs> or maybe maybe sophomore. But the point is, I was sitting like with my headphones on at my laptop watching this, and I see this, and I immediately like turned around and checked over my shoulder because I was like so creeped out by it. <laughs> well, I think that that um, trailer is it's kind of terrible because it also it spoils that, and then it also spoils the um, the final line, like you know, because you were home. Yeah, which is like, oh, that. isn't that the tagline? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's only the tagline, unlike this collector's edition Blu-ray, which I have an issue with being there too. But yeah. Um. So next week, I didn't, I didn't realize I had to see Tomb Raider right away. But mm-hmm. our next week, it is Tomb Raider. Yeah. Which uh, I am so- excited for, but not. I don't have high. I'm not like getting my hopes high. So we're gonna see Tomb Raider, and you should too. Hopefully, John's back next week to derail our podcast as usual. Yeah, we'll like start <laughs> maybe, thirty minutes late. You know, you know, maybe John lied about the whole conferences thing, and maybe he just went insane from hearing strange noises during our podcast. Um, <laughs> could be that. Uh, but uh, yeah, Tomb Raider, Alicia Vikander, starring as a reboot of Laura Croft, just like the video game series, and uh, we'll see if it. Turns out to be one of the better video game adaptations of all time. Not that that is a very yeah, that is a very high bar, bar to clear. <laughs> I mean, um, Mortal Kombat, I guess, is my favorite, and that's not a good movie. It's a fun one. Um, I'll, I'll say Assassin- mine next week. <laughs> Assassin's Creed has uh, Michael Fassbender in it, so that's like my default, probably favorite. Um, oh, so they're like your power video game couple. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're married. Oh, yeah. Yep. Good good call. Well hopefully um, we haven't seen so, our movie yet. <laughs> <laughs> so go see Tomb Raider. We're gonna discuss that next week. And uh until then, I'm Zach Oldenburg. Find me at Zach Oldenburg on Twitter, Letterbox, and you can find um uh, our writings at middleofrow.com, including a review by Ben of um The, the Strangers, Strangers Pray at Pray Night. At Night. And uh, I believe you, John, and him have some thoughts written up on the movie in that um, 
top five horror films article from last year. And I believe Ben might have linked to it in his Strangers review. Uh, I think no? I did, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you can get it all in one place. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on uh, Twitter at, at the Grigsby Bear, and you can follow all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. I'm not Jonathan Raul. Uh, I'm Zach again. And uh, you can find us on Twitter at Middle of Row. Hashtag Noza. And I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees. And you can find us on Tumblr at middleofroad.tumblr.com. And I just realized one thing I didn't really like about this movie was we actually got to see the shotgun do its intended purpose. You did or did not like the scene? <laughs> no, I did like that with the okay. sequel. Because, you know, it's like you, you're ready for this moment with the shotgun and then he screws it up miserably. And this one, we get to see someone blasted by it who was supposed to be. Oh, okay. Good. Very yeah. Great. A little turnaround. <laughs> yeah. That was a great little escalation of that scene, too. Like, oh, no, no keys. And like, oh, shit, he's probably got a shotgun. Yeah, ah! but then, of course, like, she, when he pulled up next to her, it's like, you should have shot him. <laughs> but yeah. Whatever. And why the fuck did the brother not shoot the girl the first? Oh, man, that really pissed me Cause off. Because it's hard to take a life, you monster. I mean, I get it, but <laughs> they're trying to kill him. I well, know, well, but I understood I why he didn't. Like, yeah, but I liked it because then somebody. she was like, give it to me, I will kill her. <laughs> well, I, I thought it was cool how he didn't do that, but then the next time he realized how serious it was, he's just like, yeah. bam! Golf no, it worked. Face. It worked. <laughs> at, the, at the point of the movie when it happened, it was like, oh, we're just going down the, the you're all going to die train. And I was just like, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> but the fact that they turned it around and let them... Chop him, you know. Like it worked. It, it worked because really he, he turned he grew, it around. He, when he swung around. <laughs> um, I'll have to move that somewhere else in the episode. Uh, go see Tomb Raider, and remember, the best seats are in the middle of the road. There's nothing I can do, a total eclipse of the heart.